The Pete Carroll Show. The first word from the Seahawks head coach every Monday at 930 with Danny and Gallant. Let's capture exactly how this happened and just keep on recreating it one week at a time. Presented by Banner Bank on 710 ESPN Seattle. Coach, congratulations. I, I've been saying this was much more comfortable than last week's. You guys, That's second it. to last play. Second to last play this week, and they were on the 26 as opposed to the 1. It's old hat. It was it was a heck of a finish for you guys. It was a good finish. It was a good good football game again, and uh, we're seeing a real common kind of a you know, format for the games, you know, and a lot of offense and <clears throat> way too many big plays on us on defense, but a ton of big plays on offense that's just making the difference. And fortunately... In this one, we were able to get the ball off him, you know, uh, really four times when you count the safety. So uh, that, that's that's playing winning football, and it's it's been hard, but uh, we're 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 growing. We got a lot of growing to do here. We're going to get a lot better, and so I'm thrilled that we're three and zero and and still learning how to play our football the way we want to play it, and, and uh, looking forward to the next one. If there are more shootouts to come, it's pretty cool to have a quarterback who makes four to five touchdown passes in a game look like it's normal. Yeah, we, Russell is just doing doing a great job. Yesterday was harder than the other two games. You know, he, we had more pressure. Uh, they had they have big time rushers on on their side, and, and they were you know, they factored into it. But uh, he navigated his way through it, and, and we held it up. And, and the guys made their plays when we had to, and gave us a chance, you know, to put again a, a lot of points on the board and took advantage of the defense. You know, we we got the ball, uh, the safety was there, the ball down in close a couple times, and and. Uh, Scored in sudden changes, which is always good. Uh, really good in the red zone for offense, and, and just, there's a lot of positives. We got stuff we got to work on, and we're, we're you know we bang, got banged up again in, on the back end, and, and guys had to come up and play and do some stuff. Ryan Neal this time, and, uh, Trey playing the whole game this time, and, and uh, so we just got to make sure that we're cleaning things up as we keep moving ahead. Coach held Ezekiel Elliott to 34 rush yards, which is awesome. <clears throat> this run defense is looking great. What are you seeing out of that so far? Yeah, it's been really consistent, and uh, you, you can when you look at what's happened in the games, you know teams are coming out trying to mix their game. That just for instance, the uh, I think the stat is in the first quarter of games, the first three games they've run the ball or thrown the ball fifty-seven percent of the time. In the fourth quarter, they've thrown the ball eighty-eight percent of the time. You know, so we've discouraged people from running the football and drawn them into into this throwing thing, and as they're trying to catch up because we're ahead, and uh, they're putting up a ton of yards on us. So. Um, but the running game is really that's that's a real steady part for us, and we got to keep that going. That'll keep, continue to give us a chance to play winning football. You saw an opportunity this time. You guys needed a touchdown late. Well, you needed a field goal. You ended up <clears throat> getting the touchdown. Um, the play it was it was a little bit of redemption for DK Metcalf. But want to listen? Let you listen to Steve Rabel's call of what turned out to be the game-winning touchdown. The 29-yard pass to DK Metcalf here. Good. Russell looks, sets, has time. Going to throw to the end zone. What? It's DK! He makes the catch! Touchdown! Seahawks! I couldn't see him for a second, and suddenly he flashes in the end zone, and it's DK Metcalf, and he, in fact, makes up for the play earlier. And it's only fitting, isn't it, that he's the guy who comes up with the big reception. The touchdown with 147 left to play. How far did DK have to run? Because he started out on the other side of the formation and came yeah, all the way. Yeah, that was a really uh, was one of those efforts that you that you can you can see the advantage of it because Russell's time in the pocket and a little bit of float in the in the pocket. Uh, he, he really he's running a curl on the other side and just kept going. He saw Russell's eyes were really set to the right. Russell was reading right side, <clears throat> and he just ran his way right into the winning touchdown. You know, with a great effort and, and a great finish. Um, in, in 
you know, it was the play that happened earlier in the game. It was a horrible play for us. I mean, it goes against everything that we believe in, and, and, and DK knew it and, and all that. Maybe one of the harder lessons that he'll have to learn. Uh, but uh, it's a lesson for all of us is that you finish everything, you know. And, and uh, we have a phrase that we use it. Uh, Nick Sorensen always champions about we celebrate in the paint. That means you celebrate when you get in the end zone, not before. And that's not. We have covered this stuff so many times. It was unfortunate that that was such a significant uh, play for him. But I don't think that's ever going to happen again to any of us. And, and so let's learn that lesson, win a game, and and get better for it. Pete, how do you approach that as a coach? Because that's not something that I mean. DK knows as soon as it happened what his mistake was. How do you how do you approach it when somebody makes a mistake that they obviously feel terrible about? Well, it depends. It depends on what happened and all. You know, what's frustrating about it is that it's such an such an emphasis for us. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, and with that, it's 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 you know it's it's frustrating to see us not do something that we work on and talk about all the time. So uh, the obvious is is so clear. And I mean, I, I looked at DKZ, he came off, and he looked, and, and we just went, oh, you know, like. Okay, you know, we get, we get it. And so uh, there's not much that needs to be said as demonstrative of a moment that was for, you know, for the right and the wrong. And, and so, uh, but it'll come up in our films today. It'll, it'll come up when we're going through it. I mean, he's getting pounded, you know, it's all over the league and everything, you know, showing. So he, the emphasis is there. And a guy that really cares, he, he'll, he'll fix it. But it's, it's more importantly that everybody else does too, you know, because <laughs> that was an example for everyone. And so uh, we point that example out all the time when another team does, you know, makes that error and, and the ball gets knocked out. We've had a number of those over the years. Remember, Earl's knocked a couple out and Cam got one and a uh, bunch of guys have done it. So we know what this is like and we just got to do it better in, in our moment when we get our chance again. To piggyback off of that, one of the other things that I think it's sort of explanatory with, with your defense, stay on top and three 40-yard touchdowns in this game. What, what do you tell your players after a game like that? Because clearly they know, yeah, we don't want to get beat deep. Well, you tell them, you know, you go through the obvious, you know, you guys want me to tell you what I tell them. It's, it's, we're, uh, we go through, it's the obvious that happens, you know, and this, this is such a big emphasis that when it doesn't come through and we don't respond properly, uh, then, you know, it, all we can do is just go back at it again <clears throat> and try to find our ways for emphasis. Well, on the time, the time when uh, Shaq got beat deep, uh, both he, it was a backed-up situation, which we always know that teams like to throw deep balls coming out. And you watch both corners, they both bailed out early to take care of the deep ball. Well, the guy ran by us anyway, you know, and so... Um, the the mentality was there the coaching was there the 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 execution of the of of the uh, the emphasis was there for both players but we got outplayed on the play and so uh you know we have to come through and make our plays when the time comes um, and that was one of those examples I mean, you could see all of the thought process was there and it's, they still got it so that's good play by them it's a great throw and a, a great deep threat uh but um you know got to live with it we got to move on you guys are averaging over 30 points a game so far. Was there a moment in camp when you looked at your coaches and say, look, this offense could be really explosive this year? Yes, there was, Michael. There was that We thought it all the way through. You could just see the uh, the confidence. The, the question mark was, will we be able to hold up up front to give Russ the time? Because we could see in practice when you can't sack the quarterback going through camp that he was killing it and he was hitting everything and he understood the principles and the concepts. And We have a ton of different things that we can do now with our three years together and really with, with 
with Shadi and, and Russ working together, we have a big backlog of stuff that we can go to, and Russ understands them all. And so if we give him a chance to throw it, he's taking full advantage of it. And so uh, that's what was showed up in camp, and we, we had to hold out hope, you know, that it was going to, you know, materialize in the games, and it has. And so uh, the point now is we guys got to go to the next week and, and work it up again and see if we can keep going. Pete, you've used a term with us last week that I hadn't thought of before in the way Russell plays, and that's conviction. The conviction he has on his throws. And it certainly seems that each week you can see that, that there's, whether it's a belief, the, the, the decisiveness and the, and the velocity that it comes out. I, I thought that that's, we're seeing a quarterback that's operating at his absolute best. You know, I, I, there's a play that stands out in my mind in the game when uh, it was third and four in the last, the last drive, and he throws a slant to DK, and... Uh, and it, he knew exactly what was happening on pre-snap. He knew where the ball was going. He came up with his foot in the ground and just freaking ripped the ball and really threw it by DK. And and he could have caught the football, but it was it was such a hot ball. But that's an example of it, you know. And uh, the touchdown he threw to Greg last, I think it was last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago now, two weeks ago, uh, when he just ripped the ball down by the goal line in the red zone. Um, that's conviction, you know. And, and uh, you can see it in, when he doesn't throw the ball hard, too. That We threw the, the crossing route down there to Tyler uh, down in the red zone. And he knew exactly what should happen. It did, and he just laid one out there for him, nice and easy. Made you know, made a nice little throw to him. But those are still those are commitments that he's he knows ahead of time what should happen, and as it's happening, he's totally got it. And so that that's what I mean by that. And and uh, you can see the the high level of execution is coming from, you know, his commitment to the system, his knowledge of the players, his trust in the guys, trust in the system, and, and what's happening, um, and the preparation is working out. So. Uh, you know, the, people will do things here down as we get going here to try to change that from happening. And we've got to be able to be flexible and adjust. And it might not be quite uh, as it's been, but um, we'll, we'll have to find it in other ways. You showed some conviction on two fourth down decisions, and both of them worked out at right before halftime. Uh, you bring everybody out wide, try to draw them off on a hard count. And instead, they don't go off. Michael Dixon lands a great punt. Shaquille Griffin gets an interception and ends up finishing the half, the Seahawks scoring. And then in the second half, you have three timeouts left. You're, you're driving on Dallas. It's fourth and three, and Russ finds Greg Olson. What went into those two decisions? Well, the, uh, the, the, I'm not going to tell you all of it, but the, the, the first one, you know, what worked out well is they were unsure whether or not we were going to convert on fourth down, so they don't want to leave. They don't want to call timeout and leave time on the clock, you know, before that play because that would have given us more time. So it worked out where we, we worked the time down, and uh, uh, that, was, that, that was a real favorable situation. Um, we, were in, we were in four down mode in the, you know, the, last, the last time. You know, we were in it because the, uh, we wanted to go ahead and take our shot right now with the offense and see if we could pull it off and, and instead of kicking it deep and starting over again you know, in that situation. So uh, um, we've worked really hard in those crucial situations to have the right calls and the right plays. Um, you know, Shadi went to you know a real fundamental call for us, and Russ executed it perfectly with Greg reading the, reading the spacing and all of that uh, to make the conversion. It's really believing in in our ability to execute is what allows us to go for it on fourth down. Those aren't guesses in the sense that oh, it's hope it happens, or it works out. We're really counting on it's going to happen, and and so we try to pick our and choose our, our times properly and and uh, you know make the most of them. Coach, when it's time to win a ball game and Russ has the ball in his hands, I, I mean, everyone believes he's going to get it done. What's the communication like between you two? Do you acknowledge, like, hey, Russ, big drive, let's go win it, or is it just business as usual? Let's go down and, and do what we do. No, there was really a, there was really a good moment uh, as we were getting ready from the break to go out on that the last drive, and, and Russ and I were just face-to-face on it, and uh, I said, you know, field goal wins it. 
you know, and and uh, and he looked at me, and I looked at him, and I said, well, "We're going for the touchdown." <laughs> and we, oh, we both said it at the same time, and it was it was it was an awesome moment because it was, and f- the the best part about it was after the game, just before he's going to his press conference, we 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 revisited that moment, you know, because it's just the way we look, you know, the way we look at it, and and uh, let's go for all of it and go get it, and and I, I couldn't, you know be more in sync with him in, in, in that sense and, and uh, there was <laughs> there was no doubt what he had in his mind so um, it was a beautiful job of finishing the drive that's a great that that's fantastic I appreciate you, you giving us that insight that's awesome to hear uh, the unfortunate part today I'm gonna have to go through injuries with you Pete and this isn't I was joking with somebody's gonna take the whole show and it's not but it was a bummer uh, can I get updates <clears throat> Damian Lewis left the game with what looked like an ankle injury yeah, um, he he sprained his ankle, normal sprain, not a high ankle sprain. Uh, it was pretty sore after the game. Um, he, he has a chance to play uh, just to see how he responds to it. For an offensive lineman, he has a better chance than than maybe a skill guy would in this with this injury. So it wasn't wasn't real serious, but we'll have to wait and see. By the way, Jordan, I thought Jordan Simmons did a really good job coming in and playing for him. Did a nice job for us. Yeah, that's great to hear. Jordan Brooks, who started in place of Bruce Irvin this game, he left the game with a with a sprained knee. Um, any 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 indications on yeah, how it was serious a, that? Yeah, really. Our, what happened in that we had the MRI season happened last night, and our guys went through, and, the, and for the most part, everybody had the minor of the injury, and so. Um, uh, he, he has a, a first degree strain, and we got to see what happens with him as he goes through it. Uh, it just depends on how he responds. Again, it's a little bit harder for the linebackers and the running backs and stuff like that with a knee, but we'll see. I don't know if you remember the play. He got whacked on the knee by uh, yep. by uh, Elliot, you know, on, on a pass rush, and um, we had anticipated him being a cut blocker, and we he just ran right into it and got killed on the play, you know. So it was unfortunate. Yeah, and Jamal Adams left with a groin strain. You said it was MRI season. How is looked like he was laboring to get around after. Yeah, after it was the really injury. bothering him after the game. He was really bummed out because he wants to play so badly, and you can imagine uh, how, how important it is to him. But he too had a, a first degree strain, so we'll see how that goes, and we'll just have to we'll go day by day with that. Last guy that was hurt was Chris Carson, and that seemed. I mean, he used the most charitable description. Was it seemed like a really unnecessary play? Yeah, I was really pissed um, about that one. That was I don't know what's going to happen with that, but that was I was pissed because that that guy hurt him, you know, unfortunately, and and uh, he has uh, likewise. He's got a first degree strain, and we'll just have to see how that goes. Um, I keep saying the same thing, but it, with a running back, it's a little bit more, you know, more of an issue than than a big guy. And then the other two guys that were inactive, Quentin Dunbar, Delano Hill, or, or Lano Hill. Uh, <clears throat> any chance that those guys will be able to be back this week? There's a, there's a chance on both of them, um, particularly for Leno. Uh, he had a, something that he woke up with, and, and we had, we checked him out and x-rayed him and all that stuff. Think everything turned out negative, but he was real uncomfortable. And remember, he had the real serious hip injury, and it was in the same area. So he he was concerned that maybe it might be something related to that, which we don't think it was at all. And so uh, he, he has a chance to come back. Uh, we'll see how he goes. Quentin, we're working on his knee. We've got to make sure that he, he bounces back. We'll see how he does. Um, we, we thought he would make it through the week, and it just it just didn't improve. So um, he had some treatment and some stuff done that gives him a chance. We'll have to wait and see, though. It's a next-man-up kind of league, and the defense definitely has some things to work on. But there are some really, I think, great contributions down the stretch from Ugo Amadi, from Shaquem <coughs> Griffin, from Syracuse's own, Alton Robinson, and from Ryan Neal as well. Yeah, that was great to see those guys make plays. It's, it's such a... Uh... Uh, you know, such an accomplishment for those guys to to get up to play. You know, for the first time, and, and not Ugo, but the other guys. And, and uh, 
uh, and then to have a, an opportunity to create something and make a contribution to the win, uh, you know, with with the big sack and the big interception and the big stop and the two point play for Ugo. I mean, it's it's a thrilling opportunity that arises, and then when they do something, man, it's just it's. Uh, it's it's all they, they could hope for. So it was really exciting, and uh, it's just exactly like, like you said. You know, we've got to have guys step up. It's going to continue to be that kind of a that kind of a challenge for us. And, and there's nothing new about that. That's football, but um, it is. Uh, it's it's wonderful to see these guys be able to answer and come through. And their teammates just love to see that happen so much. So uh, we're excited about that. Coach Shaquille Griffin got beat, but he also had 11 tackles and an interception. <clears throat> Hasn't recorded an interception in a couple of years. Was this the best game you've seen out of him this year? Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know that I'd say that. I think he had a great pick. He had some great plays, but we we need to play better on the back end. We gave we gave up too much, and, and he was involved with all of our guys. You know, had some contribution to it that we got to do better. Um, but the fact that Shaq was so active and he's and he's playing so hard and he's and he's giving it up and making terrific plays, that's it, it, obvious. And and so, uh, but when you throw it, uh, I don't know what was it yesterday? Was it fifty five? 57, yeah, 57 or something attempts. You know, there's going to be plays that are going to be made on the other side, and, and uh, uh, that's a lot of shots at, at our guys. Shaq is a great player, and he's a great team guy. And, and uh, was that the pick before halftime was was just perfect, and and uh, gave us a chance to get in the end zone. So, uh, what what did happen? You know, again, you're seeing some really outstanding plays by us on defense that that are really giving us a chance to change the situations, and guys are coming through. We just need a uh, we need to clean up some stuff so that those plays are really the the part we're emphasizing in this day after the game. Uh, that, that's coming. I think Shaq's doing a really good job. Pete, you mentioned it's kind of been this. These sort of games have been played across the league. You're seeing big double-digit leads evaporate all across the league. Scoring is up by everybody. Why? Why do you think that is? Well, I I, th- I think that there's uh, what we're seeing is a huge commitment to the throwing game. You know, the people are just not satisfied staying balanced, and so that's putting up the numbers. It, if you as long as you keep turning the ball over from them, and then it, you know you're going to be okay. Uh, but it is. It's a bit of a distraction, almost. You know, that there's so much throwing going on, um, and I think that's that's why the numbers are up. And, and uh, I, I would have to think that the defenses have not, you know, just in general, have not been able to get ready as they would get ready in a normal off season, and uh, and so that the offenses are ahead. And I think that's pretty clear. And there's a bunch of. I mean, you know, you got to feel fortunate. You know, that we're the ones that we're winning our games, and there's a lot of other teams that aren't able to, to get it done. And they're all. No, not all. Half the games last yesterday came right down to the last drive, probably. And so, fortunately, we're really geared for that on both sides of the ball, and, and um, hopefully, we can keep you know making it win for us. Yeah, you are geared for it. We see a, a game-winning touchdown and then a stop by your defense. It was awesome to see. I I don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet that you could hear at least a few fans shouting from 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 their homes <laughs> as you guys are making that final stand there. I, it's different, and I think we're all bummed that, that that stadium doesn't sound like it used to, and we know what it would feel like if we're 3-0, but it's so exciting. And, and I know that while we're all kind of apart right now, we're pumped at what you guys are doing, Pete. Yeah, I appreciate it. Well, we we are excited about it. You know, so it's it's the way you start when you have a great year, you know, and, and uh, uh, so we're going to keep going. I'm glad we got the two games at home, too, which, you know, which last year wasn't as good as we wanted to be. We're off to a good start at home, regardless of what the factor is. Um, I'm I'm pumped about that, and here we go on the road. We're going cross country again. Let's go do one of those trips, and we'll see if we can find our way to get a win down there in Miami. And we'll talk to you after that next week. Pete, congratulations. Thanks so much. All right, guys. See you.